The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Let me wish everybody a happy Scrabble Day. A Scrabble Day, apparently, a celebrator said uh, this day every year. It's the birthday of the man who invented uh, Scrabble. Great name, Alfred Mosher Butts. He was an architect. He lost his job in the Great Depression in the early 30s. And he came up with this game. He called it Lexico. Uh, first and a couple of board game companies turned him down they didn't like the idea of the game but thankfully somebody took him up on it and people are still playing it uh, to this day including Fergal Weatherhead who's the 2011 All-Ireland Scrabble champion Fergal you're very very welcome to the show how big is the Scrabble community in Ireland? Um, thanks very much for having me on Kieran. Um the Scrabble community it's, um, it's quite a small community to be honest the competitive Scrabble community but it's growing and what we've found is, uh, particularly since COVID, um, a lot of people have started playing competitive Scrabble and we're seeing a lot of uh, newcomers to tournaments around the country, which is absolutely brilliant. And how did you get into it? I started playing Scrabble in around 2005. My wife said to me one day, ah, do you fancy a game of Scrabble? So I said, fair enough. Prior to that, I had just played maybe a game every Christmas, like in a lot of families. And usually our games just descended into chaos when everyone started arguing about whether such and such was a word or not. So I was a bit uh, worried about playing, but we, we had a game anyway, and my wife absolutely trashed me at Scrabble and she played <laughs> all these words I didn't know. So I went off and I started learning the words, and I found I got a great buzz out of learning new words. And so how so do you learn playing. new words for Scrabble? You're not sitting there reading the dictionary, are you? No, no, no. You, um, well, essentially, you learn new words by, by playing a game. And like as a beginner, I found even playing a single game, I was learning maybe 10, 20 words. Um, okay. So the more games you play, you just pick up words. And I just found it very addictive. I loved uh, not alone learning the new words, but what they meant. So all of a sudden, my vocabulary was, uh, you know, it was widening because I was learning all these new and strange words that I, I was always... Um, believe, for example, that the, the letter Q always had to have a U after it. And it's only when I started playing um, Scrabble that I realised that that's not true at all. Oh, give me, give me a Q that word have. that doesn't have U after it. Well, for example, uh, QI or QIN. Uh, QI is like chi, kind of a life force. QIN is a Chinese musical instrument. And these are all words used in English. And those two small ones, for example, don't have a U. Wow, okay, learn, learn something new every day. You learned it years ago, I'm only learning that today. Uh, Fergal, Cathy Maguire is with us from the uh, Bray Board Game Club. Cathy, um, the classics like Scrabble, are they still the most popular? Well, like, I find that Scrabble is great fun to play with family. It's great for a lot of people who aren't that into games to, you know, have a friendly, easy to understand game. Mm. But I find that then in the Board Game Club, we would play a lot more kind of the modern games. So, like um, what? So, for example, you know, the idea of with uh, Scrabble, and I'm very interesting what you're saying there about like learning your different vocabulary. We play a lot of cinnamon based um, games. So, like, uh, we play code names. So, code names is that you have, um, there is a picture version as well, but you have lots of different words. You're trying to make a connection between them um, or uh, also to crypto. So, they're two both um, good kind of friendly party games that you're playing. Yeah. I think sometimes when you're playing games like Scrabble, I mean, it's great to hear Eamon was able to take the thrashing from his wife and, and 
not get too upset about it. <laughs> but I think there's some people who might take that and, and find it, um, take it very personal. So when you're playing as a team, it brings people together. You have to also have an awareness of who you're playing with and have an idea of how they think. So something like Decrypto is you're trying to figure out um, a pin. You've got four words in front of you. The other team doesn't know what your four words are. And each round you're giving them four. Uh, you've got a three word pin uh, so it might be the first word, the second word, the third word and the fourth word. You might have three, two, one. So you're trying to ah, say, uh, give a clue for each of the things that's only one word long. And uh, so you're trying to make sure you're not giving it away. You're trying to think of different synonyms. You're trying to think of like, oh, if it's New York, if I say apple, they'll think it's a big apple, you know, And but they might think that the clue is fruit and they might because they're trying to guess your words before the end or trying to guess your pins. Oh, that's interesting. So you get, you're giving them clues, but you want to give them a slightly misleading clue, but still a clue that stands up. Yeah. The, the problem is that if you your clue is too misleading um, then actually you get a token for losing if, you're, if your team isn't able to guess your okay. pin so you either win by huh. guessing the other team's pin twice or you lose by losing out on your pin twice so it's it's an interesting game because as the rounds go on sometimes you can go I think that all these are connected but I have no idea why and other times you're like their word is very clearly this I can see all the different connections And how competitive does it get in the Bray Board Gaming Club? Um, generally we're, we're quite good there, there's a couple of games that you know that do tend to bring up um, like because like we say with code names we, we'd sometimes have again that's another one about wordplay and whatever um, but sometimes people get really like I'm just going to make a random guess or people get very frustrated with the way that different people think and that can cause a little bit of eruption but generally what's really nice about it is that um, you're you're playing with lots of different people and they're all very chilled out people and even though we might be from different walks of life or they might be somebody you wouldn't have met otherwise mm. it's been a really nice experience going down there and meeting so many people and playing with different people um, so I, it's not too bad but I mean there are some games that I would play in, in you know longer games that I might play at home like yeah. Pandemic Legacy or um, <laughs> something that there's so many rules for and you're sitting there and you're like we're going to lose against the board game it's a cooperative game and and you're really trying to go no this is the uh, best move and not have a big falling out with all of your friends Oh well part of the fallings <laughs> out are part of parcel of board games uh, I think Ruth Roberts is with me as well the owner of Cogs in uh, Stephen's Green Shopping Centre R- Ruth you see this on a daily basis I mean what's the appetite for the classics compared to maybe kind of twists modern twists on the classics or just completely modern games now off the wall something new so we have a huge variety of people coming in Um, some people obviously still go for the classics but then other people are looking for new more modern board games but board games have seen a huge resurgence in popularity so gone are the days where board games are seen as kind of a last resort rainy day activity or you know something that's pulled out once a year at Christmas Mm. we spend so much of our time online and on screens people are really eager now to unplug and get together face to face and spend quality time Um, and a board game is a great way to do that Yeah because I was going to ask how they stand up in the kind of the era of Nintendo Switches and PlayStation 5s Well I think parents are so conscious of how much time they're kids are spending on screens and I feel that when you play a game with your kids you get such uh, positive feedback from your kids obviously for spending quality time with them but um, you, yourself you get such a positive feeling from spending that quality time with your kids too so it's it's a great one for the whole family to play together and I guess uh, there's kind of a you maybe 
see, I guess, as you grow up before you have kids is the period where a, a lot of us, not everyone, uh, but a lot of us maybe drift away from it. And you're not necessarily playing the games. I mean, it's it's actually great fun rediscovering some of those older games as well with your own kids, isn't it? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, there is great um, new board games as well. So the likes of we would have played Monopoly or Guess Who yes. growing up. I actually hate Monopoly. Oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. My kids are only after, we, we started playing it recently over Christmas. Um, we, we played a game but I didn't think they'd have any interest in it but I think my daughter's going to be a property magnate I mean she's just buying hotels left right and centre yeah well it's great if you have that kind of killer instinct but yeah, I can does. make some really good recommendations for family games um, oh go on so ones that we absolutely love in my own house are things like 30 Seconds Junior that's a f- Irish family board game and what's good about that is you can have a big group of players together um, and that's kind of a word-based game where you're trying to um, give clues for the whole team to guess the words. Another one that's really good is a cooperative game that's called Outfoxed and you're working together so that's a nice option for kids maybe who have difficulty winning and losing. All right, I I can think of two of them at home as well actually. Have you a favourite game? Um, I, I find that really tough to think of like when we were saying there about uh, Monopoly I was thinking yes I, I also we've had so many fights and arguments over Monopoly but I don't know if anyone's played Monopoly Deal which is the card game version of Monopoly because okay. I find with Monopoly Deal that you can't um, you can't like pick on anyone or you can't come up with deals it's like the, you have to ask someone for all the money or like everything I feel sometimes with Monopoly people can feel like it's getting personal and that's why they feel weird but with Monopoly deal that's why I love it <laughs> um, but Monopoly deal I, I feel like it's, right. it's much opener so I know when I was, was travelling before it's such a handy thing to keep in your pocket and to be able to play quickly and, and play um, different versions of it but I, I think it's so hard to pick a favourite game because there's just so many great games out there and I think it's really worth everyone just right. trying out different games and, and experimenting Well we've got some so from Cathy, we've got some recommendations from Ruth, which you can be sure you can find in Cogs, uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure as well. Uh, Fergal, I, I, you're obviously going to recommend Scrabble, but beyond Scrabble, your second favourite board game, what is it? My second favourite board game? Oh, God, that's a, that's a, a tough one now, to be honest. Um, I Because I do spend so much time playing Scrabble, but I do like uh, Ticket to Ride, a, a train a train uh, board game that you can play with four, five, six players. That's that's great fun. And there's lots of different versions of it. All right. Uh, that would be my second game. <laughs> Kathy's nodding along <laughs> as well. His seal of approval uh, uh, there. Senior producers very excited at the sound of a, a train-based board game uh, as well. Listen, uh, thanks a million, everybody, for joining me. Thanks to Fergal Weatherhead, uh, former All-Ireland Scrabble champion, to Cathy Maguire from the Bray Board Gaming Club, and Ruth Roberts, the owner of COGS, which you will find in Stephen's Green Shopping Centre, and you'll find many of the games uh, that she and others have mentioned there as uh, well. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.